Welcome to the Chasing Ebenezer Show. This is a show where we talk about stuff, play you some music, and encourage you to be creative. This season, we are exploring the art of being human. We want to say thank you to our patrons who support us each month. If you want to know more about that, visit us on patreon.com backslash Chasing Ebenezer. For more information about our musical endeavors, visit ChasingEbenezer.com. We hope you enjoy the show. Well, welcome back to the Chasing Ebenezer show. I'm Heidi and this is Benjamin and thanks for tuning in. We hope that what we talk about today will inspire you to be creative and be very comfortable with the fact that you're a human being and you don't have to be perfect and we're not going to be perfect so welcome it's welcome a sigh of welcome. relief over that not needing to be perfect yeah i want to say thank you to our patrons who have yes. been supporting us each month thank, thank you, thank you so, so, much. so so very much uh we are uh i'm really i'll just jump right into what i'm excited about i'm excited because last month i did an instrumental demo and I really like making instrumental music, and I, I love that I get to do that for our patrons. And I'm planning on doing another instrumental this month, and I'm actually excited about that. I'm always excited about a new project because it has so much possibility. Finishing old projects. Next week I'm going to be crying because the reality is going to hit, and I'm just <laughs> going to be all sad. But I'm excited about that. That's good. Yeah. yeah cool. Yeah. So you thank you. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I have You're this new excited about... Okay. Okay, I want you to smell it. Okay. You probably don't... You aren't going to let me put it on you, right? No, I'm not. Okay, smell it. What does it smell like? Play-Doh. It smells like Play-Doh. Well... <laughs> and I like the smell of Play-Doh. Well, now that you say that, it does. It does, doesn't but it? But it does not... <laughs> when you put it on, it tastes like a sugar cookie. Oh. Uh, it's a vanilla, vanilla dew. Now, here's the most so, important question I want to ask you. <laughs> did you eat Play-Doh as a kid? No. Okay. No way. Because my next question was going to be, did it taste like a sugar cookie when you put it in your mouth? <laughs> well, I did not think that it tasted like Play-Doh. I thought it tastes, it tastes like a sugar cookie. Hmm. So. Anyway. Anyway, um, who knows? And, oh, I'm almost done with this painting. I absolutely. I like this one a lot. I so. love everything you do, but I really, really like I'm, this painting. This is like an abstract violin paint chip art thing. If you're interested in it, let me know. So I'm, I am trying to finish things faster mm -hmm. and do better planning for paintings. So, um, so yeah, I'm excited about that. Oh, and I had one other thing, but then I forgot what it was. Well, well, if you remember it, that's if okay. I remember it, there's always another episode to that's true. be excited about it. That's so. true. Uh, feeling our humanity. How are you feeling your humanity? Well, apparently, I think that sugar cookies taste like Play-Doh, or vice versa. Um, oh, I even thought about this, too, and now I forgot what it was. Uh, go ahead, because okay. I forgot. Well, I got two shots yesterday, and I realized, oh, oh, I, yeah. I realized I was an adult, because as a kid, I was terrified of getting shots. Like, shots were used as a threat um, <laughs> by doctors to get me to sit still, Okay. But what I went, kind of doctors were you seeing? They the, said sit still it was, give you a shot? It, well, they, I had to get a CAT scan when I was a kid, and they were like, well, if you move, we'll give you a shot. That's terrible. I agree it was That's terrible. Horrible. But it was also the 80s, so who knows? <laughs> um, 
But I realized I was an adult yesterday because I was very excited to get my flu shot and my COVID booster <laughs> yesterday. I was so excited about it. Uh, and today, my arms feel like they got punched really hard and my muscles are sore. And I'm just feeling a little, little slower than usual. So. Yeah. Well, I feel like I've experienced in the last week, I've been like envious, I've been angry, I've been sad. I am feeling a little bit sore from yep. the shots too. So it just feels like a, a well-rounded human experience <laughs> for better or for worse that, that they're... Yeah. So. You had a whole like range I always, always always do so I will say one of the things I appreciate about you is that you do fully well I appreciate them yeah, about you in yeah. hindsight uh-huh. in hindsight uh, right, I appreciate right. that you do feel the full range of human emotions you feel joy yep and you feel sadness yep <laughs> almost equally yep and you, often at the same time you can feel uh. love <laughs> <laughs> and you can feel anger all yeah. of the time. And that's not being me being passive aggressive, no, but I appreciate that you're able to do that. So, yeah, I, that's that's good. That's good that you do that. Punky's uh, coming cat, on over. She, she might sure make an doing. appearance, but we never know. Or she might you might hear her because she likes to grab her stuffed animals when we're recording <laughs> things and start yowling at them. So we're not going to cut it out. You're just going to have to enjoy it because we get to enjoy it. So today's episode, we're going to be doing like a little kind of three-part series. It's connected to the art of being human, but we're going to be talking about time, past, present, and future. Ooh, it sounds like Ebenezer Scrooge. I know. And Christmas is coming up. That's true. Oh, wow. Uh, But we're going to talk about past today, the past, and particularly about nostalgia because nostalgia is... It's almost trendy now. Have you noticed that? Like, there's fashion things that are coming back. Oh, Stranger well, Stranger Things was such a nostalgia thing because it was, like, <laughs> capturing the 80s and the whole, in my opinion, the Stephen King era of things. So, anyway. Well, um, I was really excited because uh, last night, um, it was Hall- Halloween. We're recording this. Uh, you know, it was Halloween yesterday. Um and my mom was just so great at making costumes. So I I always miss her uh, on Halloween for that reason, or many reasons. But so I decided to put on the Goldberg, some old episodes. If you've ever seen the Goldberg. That show is it, fantastic. It's, it's uh, so you know, Kind of like the Wonder Years, but the 80s. Um, and there's, the, the show reminds me about my mom. And then I'm watching it, and the mom has on the same neon pink green and lime, like, yellowy fanny pack that my sister and I used to wear. It's, like, the exact same fanny pack. And I've never quite understood... Oh, come on over. Okay. Um, I've never quite understood, like, why is it called a fanny pack? Because it's, like, it's like on your, your pooch here. Like, your- you d- <laughs> like, you don't wear it. You don't wear it on your behind. Uh, you wear it, like, right here. Well, nowadays, we're, we're like, kind of... I have... Well, now we kind of wear it as like, like over the shoulder. Now we we've come up with new ways to not call them fanny packs and, anymore. And it's funny because fanny packs <laughs> they go in and out of style. Right, right, right. And we all yeah. have those people that we know in our life that they never left. So they're you know, they are in style all the time. Like you've just stayed even, you know. So I love that. By the way, you know the things that I don't know 
I didn't realize how Fanny was spelled. I might not either. How? I thought it was a PH, but it's an F. I didn't know. I don't know. Like, you're Fanny Pack. I don't know. I just found out. Yeah. It's, it's with an F, guys. I didn't know. <laughs> oh, we could just do you a whole show on the things the that Heidi doesn't know. I the things that I don't know. know so. Wow. So, yes, nostalgia is 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 what it is it's it's it can be good and it can be bad and somewhere in between so so let me ask you this tell me what was your what is your favorite time of life it could be your favorite decade favorite oh cultural age you know which decade not that i've lived but i enjoy like like sure you can either one either one i really enjoy for me personally living like like where I'm at. You like this time period. Yeah, I tend to just be like right now. Okay. And then right I don't I don't tend to wish I wish I could go back and do things differently. Sure. But sure. I don't tend to like want to go back and live in another decade. But I would say that I dress like I'm from the seventies, probably late sixties, seventies, probably. That's what I'm told. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, you're bohemian, so that's yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> is that the nice way of saying uh, thrift store? No, it's <laughs> not at all what I was trying to say. Um, but I love the 20s. Mm-hmm. There's something about the 20s that I just love. Um, my book that I'm, oh, I think I'm in the final editing stage before I. I mean, I've been saying that for years, but yeah. I, I really am this next week, and I'm just getting ready. But like that's written in the 20s. I love. There's something about that time period, but once again, that's an example of I think we I roman we romanticize sure. the twenties, sure, and that the twenties were a reaction to the World War One. Like mm-hmm. we've had this horrible time, and now we're just ah. but there was a lot of bad stuff that happened in the twenties. <laughs> but we love the clothes yeah. and the, all the so we the Great Gatsby, you know. But if you actually read the whole Ga- Great Gatsby and you finish the whole or finish the whole movie, it's not all it's cracked up to be. Yeah. So I think that's what it is, is there's there's things to love, but there's never been a perfect time in history. Hmm. So what was that movie that we like with Owen Wilson? I th- Oh, Midnight in Paris. Midnight in Paris. Yes, love that that's movie. That's a great movie about nostalgia. Right. Yeah, you're totally right. Great. Yeah. yeah, that's a great movie. And how like everybody wishes for a different age. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I you know, I don't tend to romanticize about wishing I lived in a different era. But we know your favorite decade. No, my favorite decade is the '90s, <laughs> hands down. It's my and I'm trying to. Th- I was trying to think through like what were some favorite hallmark years for me in the '90s that might have contributed. Because we all have reasons why we resonate with a different age. Like for you, the clothes. I know for me, I think there was there were good things about that decade for me. I remember Friday night watching the X-Files with my dad. And I still love the X-Files. <laughs> it is still one of my favorite shows. It's weird. And there's it's starting to show that it was made in a different decade now. But I love it. Um, we also... Little Julian Anderson uh, my, my, may or may not have been a favorite. Uh. Yes. Uh, I'll admit it. Uh, and... <laughs> 
I really liked the clothes. I liked. You the, still I, like I do. the clothes. I do. I do. I, I am so glad that grunge is coming back. <laughs> I liked alternative rock. I liked all the, all the, all the stuff. I, I loved it, and I was really grateful to kind of live in that time. Um, and I think because I was looking through like what were because there was a, like a lot of years that I wasn't happy in the nineties. I mean, there. I mean, high well, school. Well, you were a teenager, so yeah. So of course, it, so of course. But there were two years that I remember feeling okay, and I think the end of my uh, the end of eighth grade for me, which was like nineteen ninety six, um, I felt okay because I was okay with being different. I decided that I, you know, what I wanted to do with my life. At that time, and I felt like I didn't have to fit in with anyone. That's so, and then I remember feeling that exact same way in um, my senior year in high school. It was like, I don't have to, it was that feeling of, I don't have to be like everyone else. And there was a level of being okay with who I was. So I, I think maybe that's part of the reason why also I, I look back and that was a time where I can pinpoint feeling okay in my own skin. Also, was it 95 or 96, like our favorite blockbuster movie, Mission Impossible? Was it 95 or 96? I'm pre- I want to say it was 1996. I think it was 96, but you can fact check us. It was yeah. Mission Impossible, the first. No, it was 90. No. I'm pretty sure because Speed was in 95. I remember that. Or 94. You can fact check. Anyway, was, mid-90s, yeah, there was the one summer that Mission Impossible and Independence Day. Twister came out then. That was a favorite. Die Hard summer. with a Vengeance, the third <laughs> Die Hard, which I, you know what? I have to say this. Die Hard 1 was fantastic. I almost <laughs> like Die Hard 3 better for so many reasons. So it was kind of your. That was, yeah, yeah that yeah, was, yeah. yeah. So I still, I still long for those, long for those days, miss those days. What is it, do you think, about nostalgia that is healthy? And why do you think it is kind of like popped? It feels like it's more even fashionable now. Uh, well, I mean, I think that, I mean, it, I think there's specific decades that are more fashionable now. Yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't say nostalgia is necessarily a new okay. thing. No, um, no. But... I think yeah, that right. I think that um wait, what was the question? <laughs> Why do you think people are like really embracing that whole idea of like things being the past, retro, those things that we know are nostalgic. It feels like Why do people do that? Yeah. Um well, that's a great question. What why do you think it out there? I think it's really easy to be discontent and to idealize the past Mm -hmm. and for some reason we as people can forget the negative easily well it feels like we do one or the other we either remember the negative or we forget the negative and we remember the positive so we can kind of twist what the past was actually like Mm -hmm. and so i think that everyone is looking for a place to find comfort and so as life changes if you're in an uncomfortable place you look back and you can find that i think we're always searching for answers too the reason so many of us love history is because we're trying to learn uh from mistakes of the past we're trying to learn how to be better and obviously (laughs) it's still a struggle so i think that that's why i love history and because it's it's just especially decades before we were born it's just so fascinating to see 
like, wow, it's, it's mysterious and it seems magical. I love to think that I would be a great pioneer or like a great person who lived before. How many times have you camped here? Well, <laughs> you know, so we think uh, like, oh yeah, I'll read a book or I'll watch a show that's back before. Like, I'd love to think that I'd be awesome at churning my own butter and, and, <laughs> but if you, Sorry. yes, yes, you no, can laugh. You I, can I, yeah, laugh. I'm going to laugh. Cause I don't like to be dirty, but I, I am do I am going outside more. I just, I just don't tend to camp. At least to the car. Uh, no, that's not true. That's not true. <laughs> oh, we did, uh, thinking about uh, churning, we did a, uh, our, our little home church did a uh, activity out on a farm about a month ago. Oh, yeah, the apple pressing. Yeah, Aslan's really cool. How. You should check that place out. It's awesome. Aharon is a really great dude. Um, but they did this, uh, the apple press. Yeah, that, that was, was so, really cool. so yeah. much fun. And yeah. it took a lot of time. But the it apple juice was the best apple juice I've ever had in my life. So it was super good. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. So maybe when glampineering comes in, like where, you know, it's, you know, pioneering with air conditioning and, well, I think, and a working toilet. and Well, because we are created to, for adventure and exploration and all that stuff. But then our, so that's like part of our humanity, but then the pain and the discomfort mm-hmm. of our humanity sets in too. Yeah. So, so it's, it's very, that's why it's fun to watch other people do it on TV or in a book because they do it and you can sort of experience it, but you're not, it doesn't cost you anything to do it. So, yeah, you know, part of the thing, part of what I wonder, I know I get nostalgic when, like you said, when life doesn't feel like it's, there's not a lot of certainty here like in the present or the future is looking yeah, bleak, yeah. it's easy to go back to a time. And maybe yeah. one of the reasons why it looks good is because you went through it. You Oh, you, you survived it. You survived, you survived it, it and you it, know yeah. how it ends. Oh, that's true. That's so good. That's so, that yes, that's great. So it, it's like yeah. it's resolved. So you can, right. you can There's like. There's closure to the past right. per, per se for a lot of things. Not so everything. It's, it, it's almost like that's, you can yeah. go, you can feel cozy. You know that you know you're gonna you, you like make in my it out. case. You know that Y two K is nothing and didn't happen. Um, you know, you yeah. You, you just yeah. You know things worked out after that, and so maybe that's part of the reason that's, why. Yeah, that makes sense. It's yeah. that sense of control. And oftentimes, I think that um, people come and go. Yeah. And so, if there's people you love that have passed on, then, I mean, that's why I love watching stuff now about the 80s, because I think of my mom. Yeah. And so we can go back to a time when people we loved were there, and that brings us, their memory keeps it alive. But we have to be careful not to fantasize about what it was really like and to paint people um, as flawless beings yep. because they're not they're real people and or to to demonize either we, we tend right. to do one or the other so but this is it's hard stuff but yeah that i've really liked that that we when you've survived it and you have that kind of closure you know you know how it turns out right yeah that's very good right i mean that's why people watch movies they've seen a thousand times that's you know? true that's why you know, I get on spoiler alerts because I have to emotionally be able to handle if something's not going to go the way I want. Maybe this is more about me. I don't know. But it's yeah. when you leak to certain people. Oh, yeah. I'm like, did you get online to find out if this person dies in this episode? Why do you do that? Ugh. Ugh. Don't do that. Don't do that. 
I have to know. Um, so when does, because I think nostalgia can be a good thing. I think there's things about every decade and every era that have goodness in them. When does it become, in your opinion, toxic? Because there can, there can come a point where being so beer goggled about the past that it become, that it's not healthy. And it does, and it affects your present. Well, especially if you're talking about different times and cultures, to try to put a culture of the 1600s, the 1500s, whatever, into a modern day culture doesn't necessarily work. Right. So if the, the, there might be some good things, but it doesn't work to apply a lot of the things of the past. Um, practices and that kind of thing. It it just doesn't fit anymore. Um, I think the it it if there's characters like goodness or generosity or kindness, you know, those kind of things are timeless. Mm-hmm. But how women dress, for example, you know, yeah. that doesn't hold up. Uh yeah. <laughs> so there's just these kind of things, like cultural practices and norms are not necessarily healthy to continue mm-hmm. after a certain period of time. Uh, maybe, 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 maybe because they weren't either. Right. But I think those character traits that are a value of certain cultures, that is worth carrying on. Absolutely. And looking, how did they go about that? How did that culture gain peace? Or how did that culture uh, show love? So... I think when you can't look back at what you romanticize with objective eyes, sure, it becomes toxic. I think when, because let's be honest, all right, let's be honest, different races experienced America differently. Sure, absolutely, and they still in the sixties and still still do. do. Right, and so when we acknowledge that there were things that we did that was wrong that that we did that were wrong, that can raise a defensiveness because it kind of pokes at whatever idealism we had or, or what our experience was. So I think that is where nostalgia can be toxic when it keeps yeah, us from yeah. seeing the dark side of the era yeah. that we were in. Yeah. Cause just cause it was that experience for you does not mean that it was no, for other. Yeah. Absolutely that's a very not. good point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think also when it is, Especially if, if you were someone who lived at the same like when you're when you when you romanticize things to the point of where it it's almost like you create a fantasy about who who these people were. Like whether it's whether it's romanticizing the past with your family or it's romanticizing, you know, the high school years. You know, it's like, okay, I can look back on my high school years and know I had at least one existential crisis a day. <laughs> In the 90s. Oh, you, you know, I was like, am I, I struggled with my, with feelings about my body image then. I struggled with being insecure about my, some of the things I struggle with now, I struggled with then. Yeah, you're still, and so you're I, still present in all of that. I can't look back and say, oh, this was such the idyllic time and oh, <laughs> no, there were things about it that were great, but there were things about it that were not so great, yeah, you yeah. know? So totally. yeah, I think that nostalgia is helpful and being able to love what was good about the past. So that's good. Yeah. yeah. So one of the things I want to I want to challenge you in creatively, because how does nostalgia help creativity? I'm gonna give you my opinion. Let's hear it. But I want to hear yours oh. too. Well, I gotta hear the question. It, it, well, how does nostalgia 
how can it positively oh, oh, influence oh, oh, creativity? Excuse, excuse. I think that like I have one of the reasons why I love world music. Why the, one of the reasons why I love artists like Paul Simon and people that came before me is because I like figuring out how can I take what was good about the genres of the past and blend them into what's good now. Like being able to like take something that is retro or nostalgic and bring it in is it's very life giving and it creates a whole new form of art. So highly recommend listen to Graceland. That's from the eighties. Uh, listen to, uh, Peter Gabriel's, I think it's the name is so those are like awesome albums that like remind me of the eighties. They remind me of like when music videos were really cool. Not to say that they're not cool now, but let's be honest, they were really cool back in the eighties. Some Um, of them were, some of them them were were disturbing. (laughs) Pink, Pink Floyd's the wall is a, very interesting video, <laughs> um, but I think it can. I think it can help um, bring. It, it, it can bring. Yeah. Pause. Are you planning to cut this out? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. It can help. Um, I think bridging things from the past with what you're currently doing can help create something unique and new. So I enjoy that. Nice. Yeah. What about you? Well, I like to write a lot of stories set in other times. I like to watch or read historical fiction, so I I really enjoy that. I like taking old pieces of art and stuff and transforming them into something new. Um, and yeah, I I love reading books by people who have passed away. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting how much not, not much has changed. Right. <laughs> so it helps to see humans still exist. Humans still exist, and humans still still uh, need need grace and hope and mercy. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I, I I think that's good. And um, I think it's what what's really funny too. I like doing is going back to something I've either written or made like years ago. Mm-hmm. I'll find something like oh, sometimes it really sucks sometimes I don't even remember making it and so it's kind of fun to like take it like okay can I still use this or not and Mm. so um yeah I I'm all about fusion of things yeah yes we're both about fusion we like fusion quite a bit and it's all fusion spelled with a ph You know? <laughs> Stick your fanny in some fusion. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Wow, that was great. Um, and it's almost like with when, when you make things, when you use nostalgia in creativity, it's almost like time traveling. Oh, yeah. If you think about it. It is. You're right. You know, whether you're using yeah, a methodology from good, the past yeah. or you're reading a book from the past mm-hmm, or listening mm-hmm. to a song from the past, you're putting yourself in a time period mm-hmm. that you can't go back and, like, you can't just make a pier, but you can go visit it. So maybe like yeah. list maybe one of the prompts is to go listen to some records from your favorite era and really just enjoy what was good about it, acknowledge maybe what was hard about it, um, and journal about that experience. Yeah. You got any other prompts for Um, if you have access to a vinyl uh player, record player, highly recommend yes. listening to a vinyl. There's just yes. for me, I can hear a difference in the in the the way it sounds. Um, read a book, um, from a decade maybe that you haven't, uh, read much about. There's a very interesting book called The Body Project, um, that is a book tracing 
specifically the body image of girls and how over the last hundred years or so it's it changed in America and when when that kind of started and how it changed and how it evolved. So understanding how we got to where we're at mm-hmm. can be very enlightening. So the Body yeah. Project, yeah, uh, very very fascinating book. Yeah, CNN did a thing, a, oh. a docu series on different oh, decades, right. yeah, like the seventies, yeah. the eighties, and the nineties. So good. Uh, and it kind of goes through like the history of politics, the arts, um, major events that happen in those decades. And it's really, I, I thoroughly enjoyed watching those. Or, I mean, Ken Burns' documentaries. Yeah, Ken Burns. Uh, I mean, so many awesome documentaries mm-hmm. available. So maybe pick one of those and then maybe create something based on the documentary and what you learned. And Yeah. So the song that we're going to do is a song from the past. It's a fusion with a PH. It's a, yeah, a fusion with a PH. Uh, Swing Low, Sweet Chariot, which we've kind of put our own little modern spin on. So we're going to do that for you. Please keep creating. And maybe when, when we post this video, please put in the comment section what your favorite era was and why. And if you still have something from that era, take a picture of it and share it in the comment section. So we will be back with a new episode and we'll see you soon. Get your journaling worksheet on Patreon. Yes. Free. So, funny thing, uh, we are on the road playing music, living the absolute dream, having a blast. And the hotel we ended up staying in ended up having musical instruments. It was like it was meant to be. So, uh, we're going to do this song. I'm going to do this song um, just live for you to enjoy. So, enjoy. Here it is. Swing low. Carry swing low 
Sweet cheer. 